first of all hi i'm back guess who's back hey back again hey reggie's back tell a friend woo, woo. guess who's back guess who's wait guess who's back because the mic is over there hello open vault <sighs> it's been a while it's been a while it's been real um so glad to be back on Open Vault <laughs> Season 3, Episode 1. We have so much in store for this season. So many treats, so many guests. I've, I've been doing my job. You know, Season 2, what's dead is done. Take no thought for it. Oh, that says tomorrow. Well, we're not going to take thought for yesterday either. That's over with. Okay. It's a new day. It's a new day. It's a new day. So we're here for season three, and I'm excited. We're going to have some great guests. We're going to have some great topics, book reviews, um, people talking about their history, their stories, and all of that good old stuff, which is why I created this podcast. But first, you know, I feel like for some reason I have to do my first episode by myself every time. It's the only time I get a chance to, you know, just cut up like I want to when I'm by myself and I'm not going to cut up too badly today. I just wanted to do, before I ended the season, last season early, I was like, oh, I want to do one with, I love talking about news stories. You know, there's a lot of news stories out here. I don't watch your, um, I don't even know what time it comes on. You know, I was going to say like the three o'clock news. I don't know when it comes on. Does it come on at three? Does it come on at eight? Does it come on at 10? I think it's when it comes on at 10. I don't watch it. I, I haven't in years. I haven't, you know, but I do have my trusted little social media <laughs> that keeps me up to date on the news. And I, you know, the news that Abby want to know about, you know, like celebrity stuff, you know, and just some of the things that I've been seeing lately. I'm like, people are mad, but I'm not even mad about it. That's so all I wanted to share it with you to see. Like, are we mad at these people? I'm confused. You know, I'm just, I'm just out here not understanding. I'm just praying that I'm not the one whose morals is messed up because y'all really be mad at folks. And I'm just like, what they do? You know, people tell me stuff and they'd be like ticked off. And I'd be sitting there waiting on like, what happened? Like, what? Why, why are they going to jail again? What? Are we mad still? You know, so... First two news stories are kind of old. Um, Y'all know the song. If you're not that saved, you know that watch a step, kid. Watch a step, kid. Watch a step, kid. I smoke on the mic like smoking Joe Frazier. You know the Wu-Tang Kling, right? You know, they was caught up in a scam. It wasn't even about them. They called it the Wu-Tang Scam. But they didn't even... They didn't even do anything, but people are mad at this man. It says, man sent to prison for faking ties to rap group so that he could book hotels for thousands. So apparently this guy, you know, bless his heart. I, I don't even want to say his name. It says he's a Florida man is facing hard. I wonder if there's an update about him. I should have looked it up. Well, a Florida man is facing hard knock time. For pretending to be associated with the famous rap group Wu-Tang Clan and Jay-Z's Rock Nation Company. This man, we'll just say Burpo, that's a part of his last name, age 29, was sentenced to seven years in 
federal federal prison. I'm upset about it. After he plead guilty for committing what? Oh. Oh. After he plead guilty for committing wire fraud. So. A moment of silence. Um, I don't. I don't really read these in totality. You know, people send them to me. And I kind of read like the headline and, you know, I maybe go to like the baller alert or something on Instagram to see what they're saying. You know, their ghetto over there, kind of how I like it. And they didn't, they didn't say that he, they didn't say he pled guilty to wire fraud. Ouch. Um... Yeah, so it is said that he he tried to book ten rooms and have twenty five thousand dollars worth of credit applied to the King Suite for the artist. See, you know, sir, I could have gotten you off if you didn't do the wire fraud. Uh, you know, uh, but I could get you off because I'm blaming the hotels. You know, they say the. See what I'm they say the guy was using the email rocknation832 at gmail.com. This is why I'm blaming the hotels because how I read somewhere that he had gone to like a lot of different hotels or booking rooms and they allowed him to go there and book them. You know, they didn't, but I mean, you could have done any re at gmail.com, rocknation at gmail.com. This is why I thought we were going to blame the hotel employees because somebody should have paid more attention. And I remember saying that he did go a very long time um, before he got caught and he did get thousands of dollars worth of rooms. I just didn't know that the man of God committed wire fraud. Okay. Um, Well, that's awkward. So let's move right along. <laughs> Can't do nothing for you, Mr. Burpo. Arizona man is accused of faking his kidnapping to evade work. Now, this one I read. Okay, I read it. I was like, I gotta see what's going on with this guy. You know, there's clearly something. Are we mad at him? So what happened with this guy, Mr. Souls? We're going to just call him Mr. Souls. He allegedly, I guess I have to say allegedly. Um, I didn't have to say allegedly with the last guy because he played guilty. So allegedly, Mr. Souls, he just faked this kidnapping because he didn't want to go to work. We've all had, you know, been there. Okay. Been there. Lying if I'd said I hadn't. So he says that he told police that two masked men had kidnapped him, knocked him unconscious, drove him around. If they knocked you unconscious, I had to drive you around. How you? How do you know? But they drove him around, just dropped him off somewhere by some water, and he was left there. And that's where he was able to, you know, get in touch with police. Now, I, I it, people were saying he needed to be locked up because they were like he's wasting tax dollars. He's, you know, the police could have been answering some other calls that was more important, that was real. 
and and he should be in some kind of trouble because this is a horrible, this is a crime. I say let this man free. Let this man free. Get him a free premium membership at Indeed.com so we can find his job, his new job. Somebody need to get him a scholarship so he can go to school, so we can qualify for something else. I say give this man some, help this man, okay? He don't need to go to jail. Why are y'all putting him in jail? Some of them police officers was like, dang, this was a good idea. I probably should have. I didn't want to be at work today. I didn't want to be answering this call. I probably should have done this myself. Now he didn't put it out there for everybody to see. Can't nobody do it now because he want to make the news. But I'm not even mad at the guy. Can y'all, are y'all upset? Because I mean, come on now. How far have you gone? Some of y'all probably watching this laying in your bed right now on this Monday morning then called in to work lying talking, I'm sick. <laughs> Liars. Y'all didn't do nothing better than him. He lied. Y'all lied. Y'all can just form a group together. <laughs> Get some good job offerings. I think that the man should be free. So this guy, you know, he, he created this whole story and he was saying that he was outside of his home around seven in the morning and somebody came up and knocked him upside the head, knocked him out, um, put, you know, gagged him or put it, put a bandana in his mouth, tied his arms, dropped him off on the side of the road. And they were doing this because his dad um, had a large amount of money hidden, hidden somewhere around the um around the city beautiful story um it would make for a very very good lifetime movie it, it took him a while to come up with that i'm sure you know this guy he didn't think you know people now have ring cameras on their door so apparently somebody had some on their door they looked at surveillance and they were like we don't see you get knocked up satchel you know so maybe he should have said something like the back of the house you know um I don't even know. I really wish he would have thought this out a little better. The man just didn't want to go to work. He worked at a tire shop. I, I mean, you know, part of me says how hard could it be to put a tire on, you know. But um, I just dropped my car off a few minutes ago to put a tire, get them to put four tires on. That was like five or six hours. It's like it's going to be five or six. So this guy, I imagine, we're not even going to get into that because I'm very upset. But this guy, I imagine, five or six hours, but no, he's tired. He doesn't want to, he has to deal with these bad attitudes. He didn't have to go out and throw himself. How many of y'all have lied this week, huh, this year? Because a lot of y'all, I, I got around somebody. I have a friend who, she says her coworker, every time she looks around, um, has come in contact with somebody who who has had the virus. Every time you look up, every time you look, like every other week. So at least he came up with something creative because this happened during the pandemic. At least he came up with something a little bit more creative than that. You know, I don't, sir, you are in my sincerest prayers. I, I, I'm not mad at you. These folks might dog me out, but let them dog us out together. Okay, moving on to the next one. Now, this wouldn't bless my spirit. I say, you know what? Ain't no excuses as to why 
Everybody is so creative. Everybody can make money off of something you created. Artist sells invisible sculpture for $18,000. Now you can't, you can't tell me. You can't tell me that money ain't out there. These people have a whole video of the guy talking about the sculpture that he created that's invisible. I can't even put a picture up here for y'all to see. Because it's invisible. Like they were walking around because they didn't want to bump into. <sighs> okay, so the story goes. First, people started dropping serious coin on digital art. And now it's invisible art. First of all, I didn't know we were buying digital art. Um, nobody let me know. I like to be kind of you know, in the loop on stuff. I didn't know we were buying digital art. What does that look like? Was it created on the computer and it stays on the, I don't know. But now it's invisible art. You read it right, invisible. I'm not gonna try to say his name, but he's an Italian artist. And he recently sold an invisible sculpture for a whopping 18 grand at auction. So this man, not only did he make, make an invisible sculpture and put it up for sale he had people actually sit in their auction like you know those auctions they get a little they get a little defensive like they start putting that sign up a little harder people were betting on an invisible sculpture if that ain't faith <laughs> i'm a preacher if that ain't faith Bend on what you can't see. The work is titled, I Am. And it exists only in the artist's mind. The person who paid $18,000 for the work gets a stamp certificate as proof of purchase. And he, now the artist, the artist says that it must be placed, he says that it will be placed in a private home and that the space that it's going to be placed in must measure five feet by five feet without obstructions. Light and climate control are not factors. I imagine they're not. I, I imagine they are not. So what this man has done was gotten... 18 grand for a space in your house so that his imagination can rest. You paid this man $18,000 so that he can now own a five by five foot area in your home just for his imagination. If y'all don't take out a piece of paper and write something on it and put it up for auction, you think I'm not about to? My imagination is wild. He has a five foot by five. My imagination is a little bit bigger than that. I imagine I can at least come up with, I don't know, six by eight. Who's, who's, you know what? Episode two, we're doing an auction. Y'all buying this. 18 grand. We started at 19. 
I ain't saying he ain't a Christian, but I'm saved. Yo, at least your sculpture gonna be sanctified coming from me. You might not see it, but trust me. Next to last story. Now this is one. I, 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 I'm not gonna say I'm not upset with her, but I'm not gonna say that I am upset with her. Um. I don't know. Duchess turns down $1.9 million of an annual allowance. Claims it will make her uncomfortable. That's literally the word that she used. The heir to the Dutch throne, Princess Amelia, was um, has recently decided that for the next few years that she will not accept the allowance worth some 1.6 million euros, which is 1.9 million American U.S. dollars, per year that she is entitled to receive annually once she turns 18 in December. I don't know. I don't know. It's not looking good for her. I'm, I'm, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I can justify this. She's entitled to $1.9 million. And she turned it down. The princess, she didn't even get an app. She probably even have a computer or an iPad or a printer because she sat down and says the princess wrote a handwritten letter. She meant that thing. Don't you mean it a little more when you write a letter? She wrote a handwritten letter to the Dutch prime minister informing him of her decision. She said that she would repay the money, which is still to be deposited into her account while she is a student. So this woman, so according to the rules over there in Dutch, because she's the heir to the throne, she's the princess, she is being forced to get this money. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Like, they're not giving her an option. They're not saying you can opt out. You know how you go and you be like putting your email and stuff and it's like opt out option. She can't opt out. She's not allowed to unsubscribe. She has to get this money from them. She said, you know what? You're not going to make me do nothing. I'm going to pay it back. Oh, I don't know. I'm getting nauseated because God bless you, ma'am. The payment is made. Let's see. The payment is made up to be about 300,000 euros directly to the princess and 1.3 million to cover the staff costs and other expenses. So you're not going to have no staff. You're not you don't need no no help. The princess heard the other that day, whatever day this was, that she had passed the day before. Actually, she decided to write this handwritten letter. She had heard that she passed all of her high school final exams and is now planning to take a, take a gap year before going to university. This is her quote. I find it uncomfortable as long as I can offer little in return and other students have it so much more difficult, especially those, uh, especially during these uncertain Corona times. God bless you, Princess Amelia. God bless you. Because she's saying it's not even about it. it so this isn't even about her. She's saying if you decide that you, you know, you want to give me this money, fine, but I'm not going to be sitting here living lavishly with these people. And then kudos to her for taking a gap year. Do you know? Some, some of us out here don't have be having an option when we graduate college. God bless her and her family. 
You know, I was told where to go. That's probably why I didn't do that good. Because I didn't do that good. Because I didn't have a say in nothing. So God bless her and her family, you know. Um, can I just put my bid in, though, you know? Can I just... I'm out here, I, you know, I, I ain't going to take it. I'm just saying, you know, they got to give it to something, you know, princess, if you don't want to give it back to them. What if they don't accept it back? What if they're like, there's there's not a return button at the bank? You know, the palace don't accept checks. We don't accept money orders either. Cash is no good here. We can't take it back. She's going to have to give it to somebody. So, um... Princess Amelia of Dutch. Do I need to go to Dutch? Do I need to get a plane ticket and hope I bump into her? You know, I'm here. If you ever need anyone to talk to or you need to sow a seed, I have I have a couple of nonprofits, you know. That's why we're here. Now, this story, there was a song back in the day, you know, back in, in the old olden church. And some of them still singing, singing it. You know, I hope they've repented since then so they don't bust hell wide open because they were out there lying in this song. I'm talking about lying corporately. You know, it's so powerful when you do things corporately. It kind of anticipates the oomph behind it. You know, when you pray corporately, everybody comes together and you pray. You bust heaven wide open. When you lie corporately, do you bust hell wide open together? Because these people out here, I almost said the saints, but they were saints, but they was a little flawed. Because they had a lying spirit saying, if I die, let me die in the army of the Lord. Now, I'm not saying <laughs> that they didn't believe what they were saying. Okay. They believed it. They It was in their hearts. If I die, let me die in the army of the Lord. But, um, you know. If we're being honest, are y'all listening? Is anybody from the olden church here? How many of y'all would have really died? You know, I mean, like, would have really. I ain't talking about dying to your flesh. I'm saying, how many of you? So, you know, they, they were lying. But if that song was a diet plan, Our next story, researchers develop weight loss device, and you see it on the screen, that locks people's jaws and restricts them to liquid-only diet. Sometimes I have no words. Um, is that quarantine 25? <laughs> is that quarantine 25? Um. Just something that you cannot see yourself fighting. Are those sugar cravings a little too much for you? I just, I don't know. Um, so this is a real thing, y'all. So this says that the weight loss device, it uses magnets to lock the person's jaw shut, allowing them to consume only liquid. How bad do you want that lost weight how badly do you want it so badly that you'll be able to lock your jaw shut literally there's a new device if that's what you want i don't want it 
I, I, I don't think I want that. I don't think it's that serious. Um, because I, I just have, you know, just some, I just have some questions. You know, they're saying that in case of choking or uh, panic attacks, that it is equipped with an emergency release. How equipped with this emergency release? How fast can I get this off? Because my thing is, okay, you're thinking about, oh, my jaw is locked shut, so I can't hardly open my heart. I just got to drink stuff. But what about when you have to, we all have had those sneezes. I hate a sneeze. You know, I don't like them. I don't like the sneeze. I don't like when people sneeze around me. I don't like when people sneeze around uh, across the room. Please, please, for the love of all things good and holy, don't sneeze two, three, four, five, six times back to back. I don't like a sneeze. Well, we've all had one of those sneezes that like sneak up on you like, like gotcha. And you just instantly, ah, you, you know, when I'm real hard, that hurts your chest like it's from your gut. What is going to happen with that? Is that going to like rip my tooth out the top of my mouth? Because your mouth flies open when you sneeze. Do you wear this to bed? Because I don't know what I do when I'm asleep. Am I sneezing in my sleep? That's actually a good question. Do you sneeze in your sleep? I hope not. Anyway, I'm just very confused. So, I just wanted to let y'all know, those of you who's serious about it, about what? About losing that Corona 25. Isn't the news <laughs> so interesting? Um, at least the news that I be listening to, you know. I don't know what y'all be listening to. But... That's, I really wanted to do this other news story. Don't have time for that story, though. Got a lot to say about it, as you can imagine. But anyway, on to news about us as a podcast network. So, as you know, we, we're pretty new to this. New to this. Think last year. I think we're coming up on the, the one-year anniversary of um, Open Vault Podcast. And not long afterwards... I started the Reggie Whitley Podcast Network. And so, very excited to be coming up on that one-year anniversary. Um, we do have, like I said, a few guests. But one of the well, one of the shows that we're going to have, I'm pretty excited about, is Chantel Bettis-Brown. You know, she has her own podcast over um, on this network, The Awakening with Chantel Bettis-Brown. And she she regrets that she couldn't finish this season. She had some personal things to come up with her family. And she wasn't able to finish finish her season two. So that's why she cut it off a little early. But she says she's coming back strongly season three. We're excited to have her. But she is going to be on this season as well. Um, she's going to, of my show, she's going to have her an episode where she is going to be a guest along with her sister, Walisha. Um, if you watch Chantel's show, I think it was like season one around episode two or three. I was one of the first guests along with Walisha. And we discussed we were in the heat of the pandemic. People were just going crazy because they didn't know what things were going to look like. There was no toilet paper on the shelf. Sad note, a friend called me the other day who was, uh, you know, she's a medical researcher and um, healthcare, healthcare um 
advocate and she she keeps me up to date on some stuff some stuff i listen to some stuff i don't and she told me that there basically to go ahead and start stocking if this was maybe a couple of weeks ago two or three weeks ago i don't know when i'm going to release this she told me to go ahead and start stocking up on toilet paper and tissue and lysol and bleach and stuff I don't know what y'all planning out there, America. I don't know if y'all planning on doing that same crazy mess y'all pulled last year. Um, let's not, okay? I hope I don't release this too late. I might need to push the date up because that was ridiculous what y'all did last year. Buying up all the tissue. What you buying a tissue for? Why are wing prices going up? Like right now, they're high. Apparently, I don't know, my wings still cost the same. But people are saying that wing prices are going up anyway. Oh, anyway, so back then we were just in the beginning of the pandemic, towards the beginning as children were going back to school. So she brought me on uh, because I was helping someone, a family member with their schooling and it was stressing me out. And also her sister is a school teacher and is a parent. And of course, everything was at home. And so she wanted us to come in and talk about the stresses of it, give some, you know, maybe some solutions or whatever. And one thing about me, every time I go, I don't care if it's a podcast, a poet, I don't care what it is. I'm always one to just tell myself, okay, be good, Reggie. Treat people right, Reggie. You know, don't go off on nobody, Reggie. Be nice to these people, Reggie. And so her episode, that episode of her podcast was no different. I tried to be nice. I, I did pretty good up until like the 43, 44 minute mark. I just snapped. I don't know. I got my second win and I started talking about how, you know, y'all say y'all good parents, y'all not good parents. You know, you know, typical ridging going off. Typical ridging. It helps the people, though. It edifies the body. huh? And so, um... One thing that I did say, I was like, conversation for another, conversation for another, because we were at the very end of that episode, and uh, Chantel kept trying to, to go ahead and end it because of the time limit. Uh, we tried to stay within that time, a certain time frame. And um, so I, I said it, I was like, conversation for another, and Alicia was like, well, bring me back for it. So Chantel and I discussed it, and um, I convinced her to go ahead and let me do part two so that we can have that conversation for another uh, she agrees. She's so easy to work with when she wants to be. And so we're going to have that conversation for another. I'm bringing Chantel on and Alicia, her sister. And we're going to just discuss how you can be an absentee parent, but still be in the house. A lot of people don't think that you can be an absentee parent because you're in the house. Um, think that you're doing a good job there, but you still suck. So we're going to be talking about that. And hopefully, because when we've talked about it before, hopefully everyone comes ready. You know, everyone, y'all don't understand. Um, hosting a podcast is not the easiest thing in the world, especially when you have to bring on guests. All my guests, so I don't really prepare questions or anything. I don't know, maybe things will go a lot better if I did. But I don't really prepare questions. In fact, I did a recording already and First thing somebody asked me was like, can you send me the question so I can prepare? It's like, I don't prepare for anything in my life, ma'am. I don't know. I don't have. I don't know what I'm going to say when I hit record. Um, so so that's how that goes. But 
we didn't prepare, but we we do normally, my guests and I normally have a little light conversation. What do you want to accomplish? I tell them what I want to accomplish. And so I did the same thing with them. And they were all for it. I mean, they were just, you know, let's talk about this. Let's talk about that. So hopefully they keep that same energy because a lot of times people, I book them and they be all for it. They be ready to box people. And, you know, I'm already always ready for a fight. And they're, they, they be on my side and all that stuff. And then when they see that red light i get my cue to tell them that we're recording all of a sudden they get into a shell and they be acting like they're scared to say something i'll be wanting to reach for the screen and hit them in the mouth so hopefully i don't want to have to they don't give me a reason let me put it that way hopefully Chantel and Willie should don't give me a reason to want to have to hit them in the mouth the next time i see them they're both married i don't care i'm not scared of their husbands so yeah, that's going to be that. We're going to have a few more people. And I'm going to tell you, everybody. And um, I'm just excited about this season. So we are in for a treat. We're going to get some good stuff. We're going to have some fun. We're going to promote some books. We're going to put people's businesses out there. And we're also going to, you know, piss a few people off. That's what I do. You know, that's why I wrote a book on prayer. Because y'all be out here lying to these people talking about what scripture saying. The scripture already said, or you be saying it means something. It doesn't really mean it. A lot of y'all be manipulating. Y'all do it on purpose. Some of you just don't know about it because y'all hear what somebody saying. They say the scripture says this, and it, and it means that. And the scripture ain't even in the Bible. But y'all trust these people so much. Y'all foolishly follow the follow them blindly. They blind, you blind, everybody blind, and y'all just full of deceit and you just pouring it out on everybody else. And I'm here. To, to, to bust people upside their head and say that's not how it's supposed to go. So, I also write another book. I think I'm going to just release that book for free because it's going to be a little short book because a lot of y'all out here starving yourselves and you're going on diets and you have people thinking that it's a fast. And, okay. So, thanks for coming to the Open Vault Season 3 premiere. Um... I better get off of here because I'm about to get upset. So have a good one and come back next Monday for season three, episode two.